Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Great. We ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go on. Before I'll tell you, even before we get into the podcast, JB, why don't you play your new sound effect that you've been no, thinking of all week? No, it's a surprise for later. Right. <laughs> we'll play, play the other one then. Play the, play the theme tune. Hands in, pod on three. One, two, three. Pod. Pod. Well, what a week of windswept, rain-flooded rugby we've had this weekend. Uh, there's loads of stories off the field to talk about and get our teeth into. Loads on the field as well. We will wrap up all of it in the usual podcast-sized form, which you can listen to on iTunes, on Acast. Subscribe on iTunes, by the way. And please, we don't ask for much, but what I will ask, I'll just put it out there and I'll say, if you have enjoyed the podcast or do enjoy the podcast, oh, we just like, there we go, music's back, JB. Oh, sorry. If you enjoy the bits where... Oh, you stopped it completely, that's fine. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, if you could take a moment just to just to chuck a little review and a rating up there, it really helps and we really appreciate it. So, yeah, um, or send us some cakes. Uh, <laughs> that too. It's about, it's about time for some of that wonderful Stollen that we exactly enjoyed right. We wonderful. enjoyed this time last year. Uh, so JB is here. Hello, Tim. Philip is here. Hi, Tim. And uh, I'm Tim. Hello. Right, at Rugby Podcast, you can find us on Twitter as well. Actually, do you know what? Pass me that lead, JB, so I can play a little sound effect. Okay, here's the Cause, lead. Thank you. Pass me that lead. Sorry. We're in the rugby dungeon, and um, I'm just going to play a bit of music as an accompaniment for what I want to just kick off with before we get into the rugby and stuff. There we go. There we go. Right, so in recent weeks, we have been moaning about, we've been talking about, and passionately complaining about the gradual slide from rugby towards football. Fair? Yes. Yeah, fair. yes players fair. appealing, players diving, and all the rest of it. Get this from Donna Crow Callahan. I'm just going to read from Worcester Warriors Donna Crow Callahan, who said that it's up to the veteran stars like himself to stamp it out. How good is it to hear this bit of music without, without what's her name, Paloma Faith all over it? <laughs> oh, is that what you're playing? Yeah. Um... So this is Donna Crow Callahan. There's a big onus on a few of us older guys because the game's changing and there are traditions that need to be upheld. It's awful to say, but the professional game of rugby more and more is going down the route of soccer. Sorry, I'm gonna should I stop this accent? That's great, carry on, track on. <laughs> I know players need to be protected in the air, but we don't need fellas rolling around on the floor like fruit. <laughs> and then he says if you take a knock it's simple if you take a knock or someone takes your head off you get up and you get on with it oh we need God. to preserve the sportsmanship that made us all take up the game and the reason why we love the game imagine if I'd have said that you'd have both gone mental no I'd have, I'd have been like <laughs> I'm completely with you <laughs> I'm saying Donna Crow Callahan is joining our call for the game to stop the slide towards football what do you make of his words there I <laughs> I think I said them last week, almost verbatim, did I not? Yeah, uh, just man up. Uh, I've, I've now come to, there's a difference between naughty and bad, <laughs> and I'm okay with naughty. I will point out, however, just to, just to level things up slightly, that Donoko Callahan in the Worcester game over the weekend, did run about 50 yards to have a moan at the ref and say, go back to the TMO and look exactly, at that tackle. Exactly. So it swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Anyway... I just wanted to start off on a positive. On, well, I say positive, like an interesting note. An interesting note. What's the? What, what would you say? This big story of the week. 
The weather. The weather was a big story of the week because it affected everything. I did everything from the game on Friday night to my game in Preston, which was like, I mean, I'm not saying the sun was similar, but there was, you know. <laughs> the, the dead ball line in the Tigers bath match oh, today. Wow. What the hell? Have they been farming potatoes in the dead ball area? It was, yeah, there's, there's that strip of ground in front of the new stand that they're building. Which, Why is that? If they were going to, oh, I don't know. Is it because they're building a new stand? It must be. Set, yeah, it's, so, so it's, it, it was the old clubhouse. Um, and they're now building a brand new um, stand, like weird slope shape of yeah, it. Yeah, why? I don't understand that shape of it either. Well, I basically, mean, I, I, the, the, the t- I looked, I had a good look at it today, and it's clearly they're setting it up for loads of cor- corporate stuff. Oh, good. Uh, good. Uh, which is where a load of money is. And, and, and it was the clubhouse, so they need a bit of entertaining space anyway. So it's a great ground. I love going to t- traditional rugby grounds. We went there last year to watch Leicester Ulster. Never been. Yeah, I've been a few times to Welford Road. Really enjoy it. I love it. My, my favourite thing is. Um, how diligent the crowd are shushing anyone when the kicker's kicking. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know I've told this story before, but when we were there last year and every time the kicker was on, they, the whole crowd, shh, shh. And then halfway through the game, someone went past on a motorbike, <laughs> a loud motorbike, <laughs> and the crowd, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed the crowd in uh, the Gloucester game, Gloucester versus, who are they playing? Uh, Saints Saints they were very quiet during the kicks Mm. it just kind of occurred to me when they were being really quiet I think Milo was stepping up for a kick because it's the Gardens is that really what you want in fact I think that might put me off more if this is a raucous noise then if 15,000 people go deadly silent like they're watching you Manu Tuolangi to Worcester for £750,000 in his first year £1.6 million over three years is the rumoured deal wow that's, that's a lot of money for that's someone. Some serious do. Well, for someone who's never going to play, uh, and also for someone who isn't a marquee player, because you've got to come from outside the league. Correct. You need to be a marquee that's a player. Very good point. So they've got to have that free within the salary you cap. Get any kind of academy? No, you wouldn't get academy credits, but like England credits or something. Yeah, might, yeah, yeah, you would you get, get you would some. get a bit back. So um, if if you're not just in case you're not familiar, you're allowed to have players whose wages fall outside of the legal salary cap if they are brought in from outside of the Premiership. Rugby is following football too much in that they just want to keep the best players and I'll spend whatever it is to keep the right names and all the rest of it. But actually, from salary cap point of view, if you've only got a finite amount of resource, front row, halfbacks, I can see money being spent there. Well, from that point of view, would Leicester Tigers actually be better off if they said, thanks for all your, or had said in the past, thanks for all your service, Tom Croft, good luck. Yeah. Uh, and the same to Manny Tuolangi, well, um, good luck. We'll take our chances. And I, I, it's looking more and more like Manu Tuolangi's got, got some serious problems that like like Johnny Wilkinson had maybe he needs to go to Toulon or something like that and <laughs> just not a fix show. himself for a couple of years yeah. go to France yeah south of France nice work for Juan Smith and yeah Wilkinson. rest and recuperation um, it, it's with Croft it's easy to say with hindsight yeah because he spent so long out but you, he never had an injury an individual injury that was more than let's say 8-12 weeks I don't think but it was just the culmination oh no no he did his neck that wasn't they weren't too bad. As in, he never spent two years just because of one injury. But it was compounding. Com- yeah, injuries. but again, t- touch wood, he's had a decent run of it as Tom Croft. Yep. Uh, but too long, I put this question to Richard Cockrell when I, I was work- I was at the game working for BT Sport. And I'd like to say, what a wonderful job you did too. Oh, thank you very much, JB. I appreciate you, that. You, you did, though, at one point, ask... A South African blindside flanker if he enjoyed the physicality. <laughs> Zimbabwean. Zimbabwe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm guessing the answer would be yes. I mean, I don't know. Mike Williams got the man of the match, so I did say. So, you I seem to you... really enjoy the physicality. Yeah, yeah, that's like a given. Yeah, I enjoy breathing and staying alive. I enjoy putting in some big hits. No, um, so I put the question to Richard Cockrell. I said, Manny Tulangi's played 14 times in two and a half years, and you've stood by him. He's had off-field pr- problems, and you've stood by him. How hurt would you be if he left? And he kind of he didn't really answer the question dead on. He did, you know, he played it with a very straight bat. But that's the question I'd be thinking. Like, did you see it in his eyes? The, I, I suppose ultimately <laughs> there is no loyalty because no, of course not. It's sport. It's sport, and sport it's a and finite career, and it's money, and it's business, and it's all the rest of it. Do you want to tell the listeners about the situation Manu finds himself in and how he has found himself in this situation, or, or shall I do it? Uh, I've got a wonderful fact for you, Tim. All right, well, I'll, I'll start the ball rolling. So, um, we're hearing that possibly the reason this cir- set of circumstances has come about is because Freddie Tulangi, the eldest of the mm-hmm. Tulangi brothers, is the agent for the other Tulangis, basically, yeah. including Manu. 
I believe I'm right in saying that the, the sort of Samoan culture is that the elder the sibling, the more kind of respect and gravitas and mm-hmm. influence they have. I yeah. think that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically, Freddie's Freddie's the agent. Okay. Now, um, I've heard lots of um, Freddie-related stories recently because I've been digging around trying to find out what's what. But this is the most interesting one that I found. Freddie's an official registered agent, and he's got a company. Now, the company is called. So they, now, Phil, Phil knows the answer to this. Um, <laughs> I hate to spoil it for you. You, can, you. you won't spoil it for everyone else. Phil might have mentioned this. Uh, oh no, you haven't, have you, Phil? <laughs> before the podcast, we were just chatting. Oh, you we, idiot! We were just chatting before the podcast. Oh, I wanted Tim, Tim, Tim to answer. Yeah, so I did laugh a lot when <laughs> Phil told me. So his company is called Global. Bro Sports. <laughs> it's still funny now. <laughs> Bro Sports. I love it. It's so right on so many levels, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and do you know what else? Can you pass me the lead again? Because because I thought of something. With this, this this just reminded I, I, me of. I, am, I know exactly where, where you're going here. Where am I going? You're going to go with... Um, that Will that Will Ferrell film, yeah. <laughs> exactly. How did you know that? Because it's worldwide. Because I thought it was worldwide pro sport. <laughs> so worldwide bro sports. <laughs> what a name! No, it just reminded me of. Uh, it's like the the rugby agent equivalent of Will Ferrell and John C. Riley in Step Brothers. That's a one. And the company they come up with. Prestige. Worldwide, wide, 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 Possibly you. Athletes, possibly you. Prestige Worldwide is made up. Prestige Worldwide. Uh, what was it? International Bro Sports. Is, Glo- global is, Bro Sports. If we wanted to get a few hits on YouTube, we might have to do a, a, like a YouTube 30 second pitch for uh, Global Bro Sports. Call it Worldwide Bro Sports so, so we don't get uh, sued. Let's just forget about club loyalties and things like that. Would it be the best thing for Manu Tuolangi? Would it be the best thing for England if he moved on somewhere else, whether that be Worcester or elsewhere? Well, I, th- I don't even think we can talk about Manu Tuolangi at the moment in terms of England because he's not played for so long. So we need to get him back fit before we have any idea if you know there's any national consideration. In terms of moving, if someone wants to pay him 400 k more fool them because you've got 14 games in two years and Leicester should, let, should simply just let him go. If he wants to go, let him go. Pot- potentially world class yeah he, he's been world class before it, it, to me it depends on the extent of the injury we spoke about it before and they, they talk about it as his, his groin the muscle in his groin shearing away from the bone which I've said it before and a lot of injuries are mechanically simple like putting a a screw into a, a joint screw into a shoulder joint that kind of thing to hold it in place that does not sound like it's got a mechanically simple solution to it. Screws, more Do you screws. Think, is that just that his, his, his legs are so strong that it's just pulling, the muscle is pulling the tendon away from the bone? <laughs> Sounds like some bro science there, Tim. Yeah, some global bro <laughs> science. Global bro science. Um, uh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd let him go. I'd let him go because 400,000 could get you basically 10 academy players. This is going to sound like one of those charity adverts, like for 400,000 a year, you could employ such and such. Three or four good senior squad players... I don't see why why you would spend the money. It's the potential, isn't it? Because he is but no, no, a world class game changer. Mm, not not for that amount of money. Tumu at twelve and Tuelangi at thirteen. Yeah. Wow, what but, a, what a combo that could be. And if he is worth that money, you're going to lose him for internationals anyway. Oh, it might be time to use your sound effect, your new sound effect, Jay. Oh, get oh. ready, get ready with the new sound effect. Get ready, get ready. Jay, Jay's been so excited about the podcast uh, this week from this point of view. So. We know one club who are definitely going to be without the services of a player. Saracens. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're very proud of, very, with yourself. Very proud of myself. The Transformers right noise because JB refers to them as the Borg. 
Um, <laughs> uh, Saracen's going to be without Sir Charlie JB. You've, you've, you're going to have lost Andy Goode and Sir Charlie, two of your favourites within a year. What? I, I bet you're watching the health of Miles Benjamin really carefully. I actually looked up, on, looked up the health of Miles Benjamin today, actually, uh, because he wasn't <laughs> on the bench. Yeah, he's not been on the bench at all this year, has yeah, he? Yeah, it's not been a good year for... Uh, for old Miles. Yeah, for old Miles. Miss, missing out on the Six Nations squad in, in February. I, th- I think he'll I think he'll be ready for Six Nations, though. 11 weeks off. Yeah. That's all it is. He'll be absolutely fine. Uh, but and losing we... Sir Charlie, devastating. Yeah, that is. And as he's just taken the crown as the biggest point scorer ever in the in the Aviva Premiership. Did he take that off? Andy Goode? Andy Goode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Did he get that to the... Oh, yesterday. Um, I th- was it yesterday? Oh, anyway, he's he got it. Um, yes, I think he got that milestone. Um, so, let's start with Saracens in our roundup of some of the games. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and what... Uh, it's hard to look past them at this moment. If you picked a, I don't. I don't know anyone, if you were picking a winner right now today, that wouldn't go with Saracens, really. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Saracens for me. It's like two basic uh, groups. There's Saracens, and there's everyone else. Uh, they are a league above. And I'm trying to think. Actually, if I was going to pick a final, I'd say Saracens and Wasps. For two mm. completely different, mm. completely different reasons. Mm. But like Bath look out of sorts. Northampton look out of sorts. They're, they're all yeah. just a bit. Bath a bit and Northampton do, but um, Leicester are looking good. Quinns and Exeter are also looking really good, yeah, and, and obviously Wasps. I mean, if, if you're going to pick the, the top four today, I would say Saracens, I'd probably say Wasps in second, and then Leicester-Exeter maybe. Yeah. Mm. And Bath, uh, Harlequins and Northampton all miss out. Wow. <sighs> this might be the best year yet, especially with, 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 the, with the competitiveness that they'll be at the bottom of the table as well. Yeah. So there's one thing as well that we, we we should probably bring up. So we've been talking for for quite a while, and it, JB spotted it when when Owen Farrell of Saracens lines up for a kick. It's been a bit of a joke of ours that the way he does his little sideways look. I think it might be Phil who spotted this. It might, no, it's sneaky, actually you're right. It was, it was you, Phil. The little sneaky look he does, where he just moves his head sideways, like robotically, left, right, left, right, looking at the post. <laughs> we've sort of said it's like he's doing a laser scan, and we've said, <laughs> go back and listen to the podcast. We've said this a bunch of times. And then, what did you spot this week, JB? Well, the the excellent people at B, uh, at BT Sport released what? an advert with excellent production volume of Owen Farrell doing just that in Terminator style. <laughs> so we're not accusing anyone because you know, there's no such thing as an original idea, really. But exactly right. It could well, it could well have been JB's mind or Phil's mind onto. Uh, it was Phil's brilliant mind. So we're just calling out that person at BT. Come on, give us give us the props. You could just put a little, <laughs> just put a little credit at the end of that. Yeah, little, the end of that TM or something. Egg chases TM. <laughs> That's all we're asking for. Um, Mar- 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 Maru Itoji as well. The real oh. deal. Grow with every game. That- that whole pack I mean the, the number of changes that that Saracens team has made is is virtually a full strength second team yeah. um, and they were so comfortable throughout the game so comfortable up front so comfortable out wide I mean Ben Spencer comes in at nine hardly played all season he's a young lad behind Wigglesworth and De Kock at the moment in the pecking order and am I right he's played a lot of rugby at fullback as well oh no that's, oh, that's Ben, ben Ransom. Ransom that's Ben Ransom yeah, yeah, who Phil's played against uh, yeah, a couple of times, uh, Ben Ransom. And I've played against Ben Spencer. Have you? He was at, at Cambridge for a year, yeah. Um, he looks very good, Ben Spencer. Good all-round game. His kicking game, he's obviously learnt a lot from uh, from Wigglesworth and De Kock, but he's got pace, he's strong, his distribution's good. Just an intelligent player. Mm. Um, so it's, yeah, looking very, very good for Saracen. I didn't see any of this game. Uh, Ashton as well. Ashton looking very good. And um, Skalk Britz's feet. He set up Ashton for I think Ashton's second try. His feet. He's like a wing, like a, a fullback, stepping, breaking the line, accelerating past people, and then offloading for the for the try. It's brilliant. They're, they're they're one of those teams. You could see Saracens potentially in a year's time. Everyone just being fed up with how good they are. I'm already fed up with how good they are. I mean, yeah. I admire it tremendously. Yeah, but they just grind people in yeah. into the ground. There's no real star power there. You don't pick up the team and go, "Oh, I can't wait to watch Ben Ransom and Ben Spencer play." Which yeah, I'd be wrong to say that because they're both actually very very exciting players. <sighs> they they're just mechanical, aren't they? Just mm. on this form, I, d- I don't know who's going to beat them first. It, it, 
They might come unstuck away against Leicester, someone like that, or that Six Nations period you mentioned eleven weeks away. That because every weekend, rather than LV Cup this year, every weekend's going to be Premiership. Yeah, but that, that team that they put out today. They wouldn't lose a player. They, they would hardly lose a player. Mm. George Cruis might be on the bench for England. Uh, Ashton on his current form and Owen Farrell, but he was on the bench yeah. yesterday, so yeah. they don't even right. need Owen Farrell. It's scary. It is scary. And then I think we should go from them to, to Wasp because they're kind of the other team that are really, really stepping up this season. Obviously, the Toulon match, mm. but backing it up. And Nathan Hughes. Yes. I mean, sometimes you watch games and kind of one of half a dozen players could be man of the match and no one stands out. He stands out in a in in out of thirty or or if you include the bench, you know, forty whatever. Forty six. Forty six people. He just stands out head and shoulders. Yes. Literally and metaphorically. Yeah. And and the other one in that game, I know Frank Halai scored two tries, but Elliot Daly, Elliot <laughs> yeah. Daly, the line he cut and the acceleration for that try. And then just the pace for Halai's second try. It's absolutely superb. Looking really, really good. Yeah, and again, a lot of people are going, oh, you know, a, a, a lot of people are saying now, and, a lot, and, and we would echo it, um, Elliot Daly involved in the international setup. He could have been, if you, Jonathan Joseph drops out, you've got someone who plays exactly the same kind of way. And, exactly. But go, but go back to before the World Cup and listen to our podcast and hear us saying that again and again yeah. and again. Because he was... Astonishingly, he was one of the very first players dropped from the England 52 or 54, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, we don't need this guy. What? Yeah. What were they watching? I'd, we'll keep Sam Burgess. We don't need this guy. Uh, it just seems more and more absurd, doesn't it? Yep. Um, and I'll tell you who impressed me, who's another player who could be on the radar for England from Wasps, Matt Mullen. And Matt Mullen's brilliant. Not, mm. just, not just his scrimmaging. The, the thing that stood out most for me in this game was his handling. He was acting as a first receiver frequently, and his handling was superb. Hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see what Eddie Jones does because you say Matt Mullen is putting in some proper shifts. Yeah. And you look on the other side of the scrum, and I'd say another young Englishman that, again, we've been talking about for a long time as a as a future star. Henry Thomas is looking the real deal. Yeah. And I don't honestly, I honestly don't know who Eddie Jones is going to pick against Scotland. It's so hard to 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 pick. It's, it's a very tough job because he's almost got a clean clean slate because he's got no loyalty to anyone. Yeah. Um, and Including the Stormers. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the Stormers. <laughs> um, um, but there is huge depth in a number of positions and a lot of the players in the World Cup who you would have said were guaranteed starters, a lot of them didn't cover themselves in glory. No. So... It, it's fascinating it'll be really interesting to see who he does start with I've heard a rumour that Tommy Taylor of Sale Sharks is going to Wasps mm. I can't I can't reveal my source on that one but um, Tommy Taylor? not Tommy Taylor <laughs> I, can't, I can't reveal my source um, on that one but that I, who, I, who would they because Ashley Johnson's been playing at hooker for yeah. them and um, what's it that Festuccia is, is, Festuccia is pushing on Shervington Shervington oh, yeah, so Tommy Taylor is, is is like a future England hooker as well I think yeah. he's such a quality he, player he was involved in the England 15 game against the Barbarians at the end mm. of May wasn't he he was one of like it, that was just used for he's like a 21st century all action back row style hooker a, a bigger like a, big version of Harry Thacker like, like a Dave Ward kind of hooker yeah, but who can actually throw in? Wow, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen the sad news about Christian Wade this week? No, nope. oh, three months is it? Three months foot injury. Oh no! I mean, so. talking about Wasp players, he'd be in with a shout for England. You'd sort of think, like, the way he's been playing, he'd be a shoe in at the moment. Yeah, but, yeah, you'd expect him to be in the, that squad. What kind of foot? What kind of foot injury is it for three months? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, unfortunately. Yeah. Getting a new foot or something, I don't know. <laughs> foot transplant. Oh, that's such a shame. He was... <laughs> I would happily... They, they're just waiting Sorry. for someone to donate a foot. Sorry, I... Christian, we've not got any size 8s. We've only got size 11s. <laughs> yeah. You can have one size 11. I would, ha- one size eight. I would happily have Christian Wade's feet so- sewn onto my legs. <laughs> i look really weird in, like, flip-flops, but I'd be fast. <laughs> yeah, the feet are the ones that make you quick, Jay. That's <laughs> they're the bits that make you quick. Uh, so looking really impressive though on the flip side London Irish no points bottom of the the table yeah it's tough I mean that first half 
They had very, very little ball, um, defended manfully, but only went in three points down. And I thought they had a real chance, um, but just not strong enough. Not strong enough over the 80 minutes. Irish will get stronger as, as the season goes on. And I've always said this like eight times, but I do, I do truly believe that. I think they've got a good, good coaching setup. They've signed relatively, you know, not relatively good players. They've signed good players. It's not a bad squad by any means. It's just not as strong as the Wasps and the Baths. In fact, for them now, they've just got to make sure that they beat Newcastle. Do you know what? I think they just looked to, uh, you know, just, just lacking a bit in second row. Uh, Sheriff and Simons. You just need, you need a big, mm. you need a big, big, brute, big you need, big just need a, a big yeah. brute enforcer type really hard to come working. back. Yeah. Um, so if they can get someone like that back from injury who's had a, a shoulder true. operation. But Nick, uh, Nick Rouse, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah you would. You'd make it. a world of difference. Yeah, he would. All the difference. Well, you know, let's look at the correlation. Since, since he's been out at the start of the season, not won a single game. Yeah, it's yep. not an accident. Uh, if, yep. you, if you're new listen to, listening to the podcast, he's my brother. So, um, and, and, I, a, and, and, I, and I was better than him at rugby when I was younger. <laughs> I just, that, that's a fact. Let it go. Let that it go. <laughs> You'll be happier if you let it go. <laughs> um, but they have got uh, a very. Impressive young player uh, inside centre, Johnny Williams, who's got yes. two tries. Nineteen-year-old, nineteen, nineteen, six-two, hmm. uh, one hundred and five kg, and scored two tries. The shape of young players now is frightening. You look at Nick Orterak, oh. and this is speciously large Nick Orterak. I know he looks like. <laughs> we're not accusing him of it, but if you had to predict, if you had to say one person in the Premiership, and I believe they're all clean, one person in the Premiership is juicing. Who do you predict it is? I'd guess Nick Orterak. Yeah, I could line them up and say, yeah, you, 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 and you. We need some tests. <laughs> He's I mean, just in ridiculous shape. But then you get these nineteen-year-old lads just physically stepping up to the challenge. But to be fair, I mean, like, even in RGC, there's a quick, quick mention hey. point, uh, well, they've got some lads under contract there, on the, I think, like, Welsh uh, Welsh Academy lads, and they are in the gym at you know, 7 o'clock every, every morning. So, you know, with that kind of with that kind of dedication, it's not yeah. so, it's not that surprising we're getting the sizes that we are. If, if yeah, if they've got the right weights programme, the right nutrition, they're... Well, 18, 19 years old, so their testosterone is through the roof anyway. They can put on. Especially if, if you listen to last, year, last week's podcast, especially <laughs> the if they're Worcester Academy, Academy players <laughs> yeah. staying in that room with free Wi Fi and relaxation rooms. <laughs> they, they, can, they can put on weight. Someone said very, very, very funny tweets about the uh, Worcester relaxation <laughs> which I will not be rereading. But if you want to follow our timeline, you can find them. Yeah, some good tweets. Uh, yeah, there were some very good tweets. Um, on that one, sorry, I don't know how to skirt around this issue. It just popped into my head. Um, I, I'm I, I've mentioned on previous podcasts that I lived with um, in Bath when my brother and uh, a good mate of ours, who I'll not name, were both playing, coming through the Bath 21s and and into the first team or whatnot. And he would send his girlfriend away and wouldn't uh, wouldn't let her anywhere near the house for like 48, full 48 hours before a game. He, <laughs> that that was game. one of his big things before a game. He reckoned it ruined his edge. That, that, that's, in, <laughs> that, that's interesting, right? Because my theory would be the, exactly the opposite, which is my wife winds me up so much <laughs> that if I, had two, if I had two days away from her, I'd probably be fairly relaxed by the time that mellow. I got the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> be very mellow. Be complimenting people on you know their kit and how it fits. And... No, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Back to rugby. So we've talked about well again if we do it like this like we're, in terms of teams that are impressing us the most we've done wasps we've done saracens and that game Exeter Hart Quinns was was the game of the weekend in terms of the premiership. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And Quinns performance I mean they raced into a a, a handy lead mm-hmm. with some very nice tries. Um Nick Evans and Danny Kerr looking really good. And, and Mike Brown. I mean, they've signed very intelligently. They've got their scrum functioning. Well, finally, and, finally. We've they? been telling them for a couple of years, sort your front five have out, Connor. Come on. Fun- functioning, because I think Adam Jones is a terrible signing. He wasn't playing, though. Mm. Ad- Adam Jones. Uh, it was, you it was your, man, your man Sinclair was back in. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the video of Adam Jones against Montpellier? Yes. Having it's... a torrid time against a Georgian tight head. Oh, sorry, Georgian loose head. He got... Uh, he was all over the place, but no... Sinclair was in and their scrum was very impressive here's one right so the the Quinns Exeter game one interesting matchup with Chris Robshaw wearing six he was up against Dave Ewers Big Dave and mm. if you were picking the England team JB Big Dave would have been your six for the last 100%. two years and he would be now Robshaw 
played really well and I would say at Sandy Park Rob Shaw outplayed Dave Ewers well there's different things I guess I mean Rob Shaw will outplay Dave Ewers if you're looking for you know a player that does what Rob Shaw does but he can't carry like Dave Ewers can and it depends no. on what sort of game, game no, that's fair. he's not as good a carrier but, but soon enough his work rate is all around exactly yeah. his work rate soon enough the ball carrying if you have Nathan Hughes at number 8 with Billy Vanapola coming off the bench oh, I'd, eventually I'd I'd, stop I'd, more. Stop I would more. have I would have those two with Rob Shaw really I, those, those yeah. two those Nathan Hughes and Billy Vanapola are in the top 10 for turnovers in the Premiership last season really yeah so you just spread your turnovers around the back row. Hang yeah, on, has, it, has it, a team mentality rather than just been, having one man. Hasn't this been tried before, though? With uh, well, didn't Stuart Lancaster say the same thing? Like we'll just spread the responsibility out throughout the team. Yeah, but you need coaches who actually tell or direct them how to do it rather than just saying it and then engendering the culture. Uh, I see. I J- see. Japan had Michael Leach as their seven. Let's not forget in the team that beat South Africa mm. under Eddie Jones's stewardship. And he so, is yeah, he's no fetcher. Of a seven, no. Yeah, I'd go with um, who would I go with? I'd go with Big Dave Ewers. I'd go with Billy, and I would go with Nathan Hughes, <laughs> one, of the, one of the biggest back rows ever. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. Carry, 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 and then I just have a bunch of sprint, sprinters in. I think if, if Nathan Hughes was available now, I'd put him at. I'd put him in the back row. I would. I'd, I'd put Rob Shaw in the back row. Bearing in mind that Rob, Rob Shaw can't get in the seven shirt for Quinns, it'd have to be Dave Ward. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Dave Ward. Dave Ward yeah, Dave Ward, obviously, seven. yeah, of course. But a fantastic game. Yeah, and it is testament to the quality of that Exeter side that they did manage to come back and take the game, although there was the kick right at the last minute um, that Tim Sweel missed that could have won the game. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be Sharks, is it? It's South African lad, yeah. 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 He's quite a good player, actually. I reckon we do the rest of the games because we've got still got Bath Leicester... Yeah, yep. still got Sale Newcastle to do, uh-huh. and we've got some games from the Pro Twelve, and we've got Northampton Gloucester, and we've got Northampton Gloucester, and, and we've got some games from the Pro Twelve, and we've got a really interesting matchup in France. Yes, uh, uh, to Nate well, one for sure. There was a few, but yeah. But I believe Phil, you have prepared a quiz. I have. Wow, to. we've it's not been, had a quiz for ages. We haven't had a quiz f- since before the World Cup. It's been a while. Have we even had a quiz in the dungeon? No, we haven't. We've never had a quiz since since our move to the rugby dungeon. Wow. What What is the quiz, Phil? Oh, there we go. There's the music. I'll just plug the lead in. Actually, I can just have it in the background here. There you go. Fine. Come on then, Phil. Fine. Um, just a standard, nice, normal. And the first question was going to be, which country does Leicester Tigers utility forward Mike Williams come from? Zimbabwe. But we've already answered it in this question. But J- and JB would have got it wrong and Tim, you would have got it correct. I would have got it right, actually, but I just thought South Africa would be easy for sure. the listeners to understand. Sure. By the way, <laughs> worst debut ever from Dave Denton. On for seven Ooh, yeah. minutes, yellow card. Yellow oh, card. horrible. Speaking yeah. of other Zimbabwean back rows. Well, sorry, what Scottish. A... Yes. Oh, yeah, good point. So Dave, now we've got Dave Denton, Williams... Pocock, Big Dave Ewers, Pocock. And Dave Ewers. Yeah. And, and, no, I was going to say Jack Berger, but he's not. No. Anyway, no, 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 no. Uh, go on then, Phil. Okay, first question. Who was the top try scorer in this year's Rugby World Cup? Uh, all right, I've got an answer. Have you got pen and paper here? I have got a pen, yeah. And some paper. Very good. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll go through all the questions, write them down, and then yeah. run through the answer. Okay. Okay, question number two. Okay. Which England Rugby League player signed for Championship Rugby League Club, Leeson Centurion? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week. Which rugby league? Rugby league player is an England international, current in England international, has signed for Lee Centurions this week. Rugby union? Nope. So it's a total league question. Total league well. question, but it, it's been in the news quite a lot this week. Because oh, really? Rugby's rugby. It's a big step down. Oh, right, well, it's a lot bigger step down. These Centurions are all right. They play international games there. They're pushing for a franchise. They are pushing for a franchise. Uh, question three. Yeah. Four Bristol rugby players played in the 2015 Rugby World Cup. Uh-huh. Who are they? Which which World Cup? This year's. Oh, this year's. Sorry. Okay. So four. Current, they're in the current Bristol squad. They had four players, one point for each. God, that's tough. That's really tough. Okay, next question. Yeah. The BBC have announced their nominees for the Overseas Sports Personality of the Year this year. And there's one rugby player on the shortlist of six. Who is it? Total guess. Okay. Next question. The Bath versus Toulon game that was cancelled two weeks ago has been rescheduled for the weekend of the 8th to the 10th of January. Who were Bath supposed to be playing that weekend? Okay. Do you know that, Jay? Yeah. It's been, oh. in, the, it's been in the news this week. Have you been living under a rock this week, Tim? <laughs> uh, I've been doing my first radio shows Have this you? last week uh, since Where? since Chris Moyles nicked my job. Where? <laughs> um, on the Bauer Network, which is... They own loads of stations in north of England, Scotland, and uh, Northern uh, Ireland. I was just doing a couple of network shows. I was I was covering for Paddy McGuinness. Now it is. Well, <laughs> at least you can be confident that you're funnier than him. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind being a penny behind him. Anyway, go on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can see Jay's answers here. Tim, we got an answer for everything. Yep. No more time. No, just go for cool. it. Top okay. try scorer in the World Cup. Top try scorer. I guess DTH Matt Vandermeer. Oh, good, good, good guess. Uh, a point for JB. What would you? What would you say? Surveyor. Julian Surveyor. Oh, did he get more than DTH? Yeah, I know DTH scored eight. in every pool game, didn't he? Yeah, but he only got four tries. But he only got four tries. Yeah, like Surveyor, didn't he get a hat trick against France? He, oh, yeah. balls! Oh, yeah. I am getting taken down. So one point for JB. Um, Question two. I've, England Rugby League I point. didn't see the story at all I don't look at Rugby League stories uh, I just guessed Jamie Peacock Oh good guess But you're completely wrong It's Rangi Chase It was Rangi Chase Two points for JB um, Right Bristol Rugby Squad Take it in turns I went with Jack Lamb Correct I've got Lamb um, David Lemmy Oh very good He didn't make the squad <sighs> What's the name of the prop The Samoan prop oh, for mean Paranisi Paranisi I put what, what, what? I put P prop. <laughs> oh, that, that P for prop. That, 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 that'll get you some points. <laughs> one point for JB. Uh, two points for JB. Uh, one, yeah, one, one. one more point for JB. Thank you. Matt Morgan and Matthew Morgan, which, did, I, which, did I, didn't, which I didn't put down. And you're missing one player, um, Ben Venuti. Ben Venuti. I've, well I've, done. Right, I didn't write it down, but I just remembered it, so I'm having that point. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you the point for that, Tim. All right, thank you. Which Phil. makes it five two to JB. Yeah, I'm going down. Okay, uh, overseas sports personality of the year. Well, That's I assumed it was going to be Dean Cada or Ruchi McCourt, and I went with Ruchi. I go with Ruchi. And you both got it wrong because it was McCourt. Uh, sorry, it was Carter. Dean Cada. It was Dean Carter. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Bath Toulon game oh, that was cancelled. Sale. London Irish. It was Sale. Oh my Six word. 6-2. We finish with a win for JB. <sighs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> Back to the rugby then. And as we just finished with the top 14 there, Claremont got absolutely pummeled by Toulon. At home. At home, which never happens. I think it's one of their biggest home, loss, home losses in the last 30 years. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. It was huge. Um, and... There was a certain player not involved in that Toulon team that hammered Quaid Claremont. Quade Cooper. Quade Cooper, after his horrendous performance against Wasps last weekend, 
completely dropped from the 23 with Gitto coming back uh, and Gitto pulling pulling the strings. Um, and also, so insult to injury, not only was he dropped from the 23 completely, they signed Francois Tranduc this week for next season. Uh, do you know what else as well? I, th- I think it was Bougelad came out and said, we are actively seeking a, tight, uh, a world-class tight head prop because we're disappointed with Matt Stevens. I mean, really? Mm. I mean, oh, well, I was amazed that they made the signing in the first place. Yeah, to, yeah. To be fair, Matt Stevens just wanted was... an easy life going back to South Africa so he could eat steak, drink brandy, yeah, do chill, my... chill in the sun all day, wrestle. Yeah, bit of wrestling, bit of BJJ, and he found somehow found himself playing for Toulon, at, uh, trying to fill Carl Heyman's boots, which. Carl Hayman's as one of the best tight ends who's ever played the game is not going to be easy. It, it, and, and it's going to finish in the same way David Moyes trying to fill Sir Alex Ferguson's boots as well. Yeah, when yes. you try and step into the boots of a legend, it, it, it rarely goes well. Yes. I'm still shocked when I see Matt Stevens on the team sheet for too long. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. I know. Now, uh, the one thing I did like about this game is it's nice to see that... Um, not Stefan Dylan Armitage is as widely disliked in France as he probably is in England they hate him they were booing him every the 30 seconds in he touches a ball the whole stadium erupts in boos but that probably just spurred him on because he scored a good try he was constantly uh, threatening with oh, he's the sort of guy that loves that he does he, he can yeah. tell you he sort of relishes it it fuels him doesn't it but Toulon were they were mightily impressive. It appears that that defeat at Wasps is a bit of a wake-up call. They've, um, yeah, because it was a very different Talon side that played. So but watch, watch out when Europe returns in mm. in a couple of weeks' time. Bath stuttered at Welford Road. They are nowhere near as good as their team sheet suggests that they should be. Uh, this was I, I, I thought this was one of the most inept performances by a Bath team I've seen for maybe twelve months. I think inept's quite strong. Do you, hey, go on. I don't know. Well, well, I thought they actually did a brilliant job in the first half mm-hmm. when, when the conditions were good. Now, oh, Matamalo was so distressed by the goings on during the game. Stuart Hooper had to hug him at one point. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> Stuart Hooper actually came round and hugged little Matawalu because he was going, he was losing his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just awful. And the other thing is, uh, uh, Premier Rugby or whoever's in charge of you know these games. Why were they wearing those, those kits? It was a real, real clash. And Leicester's kit, it, it's the worst kit. It's not just the worst kit in the Premiership now. It's the worst kit I've ever seen. That's strong. it is. I think, I think Northampton's powder blue away kit oh, yeah, is powder, worse. Powder blue is at least, an, at least a nice colour. And it at least is a block, a block colour. This... The way it fades. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Like when, if a Leicester player stands sideways looking at you one way, you think it's an all green shirt. Yeah. They stand looking the other way, it looks like it's an all hoop shirt. And when, exactly when they, and when they stand looking at you straight on, it just looks vile. horrible. Vile. You know, I mean, whoever has wanted, well, I'm not sure if I wanted a full block colour or some hoop, so we'll just fade it in and out. And <laughs> <laughs> Bath aren't the Bath, of, la- Bath of, la- of last year, not by a long shot. No. I can't really say what's wrong with them either. They just don't, they're just not clicking. Yeah. Yeah. I do you know what? I think it might be Matawalu. Mm. I I don't know if what Bath what Bath don't need is they look better with Chris Cook in the team. Matawalu. Yeah. Pete, Pete Stringer in the team. And Pete Stringer. Yeah. yeah, like someone who will just get the ball away and let George Ford yeah. release the players. Yeah. Matawalu's great. He's got brilliant skills and stuff, but he's a snipey kind of nine. Yeah. He's not he's yeah. not you just want a nine with brilliant service. And yeah, yeah, he was losing his head. I like uh Alex Anderson's comment on BT Sport when he said it's bad news when your scrum half his offloads are more than his passes in the game his offload stat is higher than his passes stat for the game this is a long season and it will click for Bath Um, did anyone watch the Northampton Gloucester game uh, I've seen the highlights. Yep. And the highlights? Were, were there any? They're not pretty. <laughs> no, ugly. Uh, well, um, there was a few really horrible. Res- like just on the scoreboard alone, there's a few. This weekend was just a few horrible looking matches. Yeah, the only positive I can really say about Gloucester is they're very good defensively now. They look very, very solid, and they're really good at slowing down opposition ball. Uh, both Northampton and Gloucester. I don't know if it's because the referee let them get away with it, but every ruck took an eternity to um, uh, uh, to actually finish. 
Friday, Friday was a particularly ugly night when you look at the scores because yeah, Northampton was 15-3 and the less time spent on that one the better talking about because there was very little to talk about positively Leinster 8 Ulster 3 Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Glasgow 13 Benetton Treviso 6 Ugh. at least the Edinburgh <laughs> what's oh. this for Pro 12 Pro 12 time isn't it <laughs> Jay oh, so, sorry sorry turn it off <laughs> Was it Dragons who were down to like two 12, men? Twelve men at one point, I think they were down to. Brilliant. Wow. Um, because WP Nell, uh, he scored a try and then saw off two loose heads. He had two loose heads sent to the bin. <laughs> really? one, a- one after the other, yeah. Very impressive. That's like, it's like a gladiator. Next. Yeah. <laughs> it gets to the point if you're that good when you disadvantage yourself. Because it, got, it goes uncontested scrimmaging. Yeah. Because I feigned injury once against Rochdale in a cup game. I can't believe <laughs> you've, you've told this story before, cheater. and it, that is just an outrageous thing to do. Such a cheat. Because uh, we were down to like thirteen men or something. We were defending for our lives in a cup final. One minute left. I was I was propping that that day, and my coach came along and goes, "Stay down, stay down." <laughs> so I stayed down. And then we lost an extra man, and then we conceded the, conceded the try. I'm glad you <laughs> lost. I'm glad <laughs> the end of that story yeah. is you lost. The moral of the story is... What, what comes around goes around. That would have been... Just think, if you'd have been telling that story now, yeah, I won a cup final once. We, we won it, really, because we <laughs> cheated. I also had a cup final. That, 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 Neil, Neil not... tells that story. I, I, yeah, I, I suppose that's true. I was also in a cup final against Vale of Loon at Sedgley Park. And um, my coach humiliated me in the change rooms by saying, and our replacements on the bench are for front row, this guy, this guy, this guy. Our number one replacement for the back row is such and such. And our backup replacement replacement is JB. And everyone just started laughing. I was like, how? This is awful. And then when I did get on, I uh, I scored a try in the last... I came on for one minute and scored one try. So so if you'd have been on for the full 80? Correct, Phil. Bloody hell. Uh, and then I got into trouble with the club because I threw my um, my loser shield into a hedge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we should go talking of heroic endings to matches. JB, we should talk about the other All Irish match in the Pro Twelve. What a finish from O'Connor! Now we we mentioned this stash in a previous podcast. We were like, I don't know if that Green Lantern kit of Connors is for real. It, it is for real, and they wore it. Did they? All of the European BLK uh, teams have got this superhero stash because BLK famously did the NRL superhero stash yeah. why is it for charity uh, I just the, the BLK must have paid Marvel a lot of a money a lot of cash and, and they're getting the most out of it and they've got the kits left over and they said rebadge it shove, yeah. shove a Connet badge on that one and get them out there so they wore their green hornet style how weird style superhero stuff and it was a superhero finish that last try was amazing now I've heard oh. that this is what the first win at Towan Park for Connacht for in like thirty something years? Yeah, they, since, since nineteen eighty six. It's the first win there since nineteen eighty six. Wow! And the, and the way that they won it and, was incredible. The, the way they won it, if you see the full highlights of the game or the full game, Connacht were the better team and they were winning. And Munster, with fifteen minutes ago, got one of the worst penalty tries I've ever seen. It was an appalling decision. It was a. Uh, they made a break. Uh, the man draws the fullback and passes. And the man receiving the pass was tackled off the ball without the ball. And it was a yellow card and a penalty try because he said a, a try probably would have been scored. But there was three Connacht defenders all closing in on him. He def- Even if it wasn't an early tackle, he wouldn't have scored the try. Mm. So the yellow card, yes. The penalty try, no. no. So Connacht, when they scored that try, the brilliant try with the offload from Robbie Henshaw to uh, Bundy Aki. Uh, If you get the chance, go and have a look at the try. It was a beautiful bit of skill. It was so good. And a a deserved win. Yeah. Someone showed me a picture yesterday of uh, a match in Samoa. And when you get yellow corded, you actually have to stand in a bin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, one of the Australian lads, I think, at the club. Love it. (laughs) Love that. Um, other other Premiership games we've not talked about then we haven't talked about um, Sale Newcastle this wasn't pretty again no um, but Newcastle two points yeah and I, I think there's some green shoots here for Newcastle uh, the, the two positives they should take out of this they scored two tries two tries to nil yeah through both of them were through their pack and the Sale pack particularly at home they are a dangerous force so for, for Newcastle to put two tries, that bodes well going into the worst conditions, like the, this horrendously wet period we're going to have from 
well from maybe a month ago until a month from the end of the season. Yep. So that's good for them. The other positive is uh, Juan Pablo Sacchino coming back because yes. he does make a difference. Mm. Yeah, this is a very sale-like... Mark Wilson back as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he makes a huge difference. Yes. Wilson and Welsh is the two yeah, flankers. Good back, actually. Good back yeah. uh, This is such a sale result, isn't it? I mean, you know, it doesn't matter who sale play, they're not going to concede more than 10 points and they're probably not going to score more than 12, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, you can you'd expect them to do something like this against Newcastle, and then next time they play someone at home like Saracens, they might they might even beat them. Well, they, they beat Northampton the other week fairly comfortably. Yeah. Not that Northampton are playing particularly well this yeah. year. Not a very glamorous match. Oh, the conditions. Look I think awful. it is. You've got names like Avion Lewis Roberts. No, no, he wasn't in the squad. <laughs> I think he was. He was. Oh yeah, he was. He was, he was on, on, the bench. Off, on the bench. Lewis, Lewis Roberts and Majati, uh, the uh, two props on Mujarty the bench. Majati must just look across at his. Majority in yeah. ridiculous bodybuilder shape. Do they look across at Evian Lewis Roberts? I was going to say, do they, do they work <laughs> out together? Do they have the same schedule? <laughs> I saw a, a video. Someone uh, about Avion Lewis Roberts can can stack sheep much faster <laughs> than Bramie uh, Bramie Jones. He's got like real man strength. I saw a video. Someone um, on our Facebook t- page tweeted us uh, a video from Brian Mujarty where he was talking about um, his gym session and the sale gym sessions and then he, he goes home and does his own workout because he doesn't think the the sale sessions are up to much. Tell you uh, what, that's got to go down well with the uh, conditioning strength, uh, <laughs> strength and conditioning coach. Look at Avian Lewis Roberts! Yeah, look at Brian like, Mugarty do you know who's what? doing his own work that outside. He's a monster scrimmager. If you were, no, I'm sorry, if you, if you were the... That, that would be the worst thing on your CV. If you, if you were going for a job interview <laughs> and you were the sales strength and conditioning coach or nutritionist or whatever... And you have difficult questions. The difficult question would be: Tell me about Avian Lewis Roberts. <laughs> Big Aves. How do you explain Avian Lewis Roberts? <laughs> yes, maybe you got a point there. But he's one hell of a scrimmager. Uh, he's a good scrimmager. How dare you? <laughs> he's all right. He's better than Brian Mujarty. He's less than. He's he's not as good a scrimmager as a man of twenty three stone should be. That's a good point. Mind you, a man of twenty-three stone, you're unlikely to be good at many, good at many things. <laughs> you know. There's a reason why the biggest mammal on Earth, or the biggest animal on Earth, is is in the sea, where gravity doesn't act in the same way. Because uh, <laughs> gr- gravity acts on these big beasts: e- elephants, avian Lewis Roberts. <laughs> He's a big it's just, it's just science. Are we, are we are we at the point where we're talking about next week? Then. Yep. I guess so. I guess we are. Um, just, unless there's anything I else. don't think there's anything. Oh, have we have we spoke about Sam Burgess oh yet? my word you, we, I, I was just about to say I was going to say at the end of the podcast it just flashed into my head then I thought we've had a podcast we haven't mentioned Big Sam <laughs> slamming Sam the news keeps coming oh yeah come on let's let's get that lead back in there JB <laughs> we've mentioned slamming Sam we're going to have to play the little clip of slamming Sam well, with, with Haskell with Haskell referring to Cowhead absolute banter flying around already <laughs> lads and the banter for Sam Burgess is that he doesn't have a home in rugby league at the moment. Well, I think he does now. Doesn't he? I think they've signed him now. Yeah, there's talk of uh, Chris Grev- Grevs Mool. Grevs Mool. Jay, you're good at pronunciation. It's basically so. so is Grev- it Mool. So I'm sure you're familiar with the story, but if you're not, Sam Burgess. Uh, there's a salary cap in force in rugby league, and Sam Burgess's reported wages put the South Sydney Rabbitohs over the salary cap. So until they released enough funds in their salary cap, they weren't able to officially sign him onto their roster, um, which means that uh, other players are going to lose their job as a result. It's so basically, I-, I know this. Chris Moyle's got signed um, <laughs> to host the breakfast show and he nicked my job. So yeah. I know what that feels like. I know how Grev is feeling. But now you're working for BT Sport, so maybe maybe Chris Grev's mool will find something even better. Maybe he'll go to Bath. Yes. The weird thing about this is once you've won the title with him, I think that's our first title in God knows how long, once you've won oh, the Man of Steel equivalent you know, and Player of the Year and all the rest of it and had the fairy tale send-off, why go back? You can't achieve any more there. You know, he's destined to fail. Mm. Or he could just win it every single year going forward for the it, end of his career. It would be difficult. It, no, would, yeah. it would be very difficult to do that, especially if they're having to sack players left, right and centre to get, get him in there. 
What do you reckon the reaction of the Bath guys was when uh, when that news was circulating around? They'd have had a bit of, bit say, of banter in the I changing room, wouldn't they? Straight on to Twitter, looking to see what Carl Ferns had said. <laughs> see if there's any like just smiley faces on well, there. Well, off the back of you sort of mentioning the, I wonder what Carl Ferns' reaction. You tweeted out something about, and you mentioned Carl Ferns. Carl Ferns followed us straight back. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. one of your favourite players, the big silverback Carl Ferns, exactly. is, follow, is following us on, at Rugby Podcast. He's got to come back to England soon. Oh, I miss him. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, he's, he's still very... young as well. Yeah. He's like 27, 28. Yeah, 27, 28. He'll be on very good money at Lyon. Uh, so what are next week's games then? Come on then, Phil. Uh, it's, it's, we've, got, we've got one more week of domestic and then it's European rugby. God, it's so, thick and fast at the moment. Yeah, it is. Okay, so this coming weekend, Friday the 4th of December, Gloucester host Sale Sharks. Uh, That's going to be like... This is going to be six nine or something. Yeah, this will not be pretty. Gloucester uh, will win in Gloucester ugly will win rugby. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to talk summer rugby again. It's never going to happen. But no, I'm, no, we will I'm not so, talk summer I'm rugby so ever. I, I'd like to see some summer rugby. I wouldn't. Why? Well, no, it was summer because rugby. Start start in February, finish in October. Because just, just do rugby league. It's this miserable period now, which really brings up the character. That's how you know rugby people are good people because they've gone through this. I don't <laughs> want the easy option of just playing summer rugby. Look, we we played against Preston on the weekend, and the conditions were horrific. We had a winger, right, who came off twenty minutes before the end the end of the game, claiming he, claiming he he had hypothermia. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, Jay. It happens to the best. I of us. bought two jugs of beer for the boys straight. After, straight after the game and they were all so cold they refused beer <laughs> wow I remember getting in from a freezing cold game and there's like a really hot jug of tea yeah on, oh, on, the, so good. on the physio table like, oh yes warm me up with some hot tea yeah we were talking about that too the, the tradition in the northwest of having big uh, things of tea big, I don't know I've, it doesn't I've happen in the south no no does, when, does when, 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 I, when I played at Newbury or anything never, never did that but Manchester Broughton Park big cups of tea straight, massive, straight after massive pots of tea you can help yeah. yourself to yeah sweet tea as well yeah. sugar Very and, sweet I, and I never have I never have sugar in my tea apart from after a game of rugby yeah you yeah. need it though replace yeah. the lost carbs oh yeah that. recovery term yeah but I mean that's why you don't want some rugby because you won't have as good a people <laughs> bring out the soft people exactly well, Chr- Christian Wade has timed the, this injury just w- just right yeah. now oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. kind of injury I used to get as soon as it got dropped below about 5 degrees and it's pouring with rain every weekend oh, my shoulders hurting a little bit yeah, ankles you- bad I'll have a couple of months in the gym do you yeah. know see you in February and we're going a na- uh, narrow ugly win by Gloucester yes then yeah. then Quinns host London Irish go on Tim uh, London Irish no Quinns Quinns mm, yeah agreed then oh, that's w- real, real trouble. That'll be six zero oh, and six. That will be if they do lose. Yeah, zero oh, and five. Yeah, I think they will do away at Quinns. Um, then Worcester host Leicester. Uh, uh, Manu's old club versus Manu's new <laughs> club. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a Leicester win, but not by much. Yeah, I think Worcester will be much more competitive. The Manu Bowl. Yes. Um, will be won by Leicester away. Then this is this is one to kickstart their seasons. Live on BT Sport at quarter past three. I'm working this one. Are, Are you? you? Yeah. Mm. Good one to at work. At Bath. At Bath. Bath Ooh. versus Northampton. It's a nice drive for you. Bath, so Northampton. Both yeah. teams are un- undercooked so far this season. Both teams, ex- we expected much, much more. There's so many good storylines on this one, isn't there? So many good angles and stories. Like you say, two giants underperforming. Yeah, and this whoever comes out on top of this one, it, I mean, it'll it'll make a big difference. It will do. It I, will do. Yeah. I think Northampton must be slight favourites for this. Even Away in, at even, the wreck. Yeah, I do. Even at the wreck. Hmm. I've, I think the factor of the wreck, just like we saw the the, the factor of Welford Road, I think I think the wreck will will do the difference, and they'll get Atwood back into the row. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting mm. one. Yeah, so the, the five thirty game. So, so how do we see that? Oh, this is oh, a great, this is a great double header of games, though. Yeah, both live on BT Sports. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so, I think Bath at home. I think Bath just at home. have that edge. I'm looking forward to seeing again. You know, you got Kieran Brooks and Henry Thomas, two young potential England tight heads. Autarak and Waller. Autarak and Waller on the loose heads. Weber or Batty against Haywood or um, Hartley if he comes back. Mm. Fit. It's all England, all England front rows. Really interesting. And then uh, Patterson v Atwood mm. in the uh, the second row. No, is Laws injured still? 
Laws is injured. Uh, someone was telling me... Um, yeah, I've heard bad things about this. Yeah, there's potential very serious shoulder issues with Courtney Laws. No! Because right. yeah. last season he, ch- he said, I, I chose the word tackle, I chose the word tackle. That's quite a good impression, I like that. Because <laughs> um, I keep hurting my shoulder. So Yeah. I mean, mm. it's all right if you're flying into... Ten and a half stone Jules Plisson French uh, scrum half that's slash what, flyer. That's what he does. Then it's fine. But if you're flying into anyone bigger than that, it could cause an issue. So I, I, I Bath, see Bath winning this one. Bath just. You'd say that's the grit, spit and sawdust matchup forward at battle, and then Exeter Wasps or Wasps Exeter. Expect fireworks. Woo! Yeah. And both the teams are going to be hammering each other with their huge ball carriers. Yeah. Uh, and then it's out to the backs. And uh, those wasps backs are irresistible. Wasps at home, I, I think. They're going for a lot of home wins. We are going for home wins. Apart from Leicester at Worcester. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if wasps are serious about winning about winning the whole thing, they they have to win this. Oh, yeah. But then wasps against Bath next week. Uh, sorry, week after. Wow. And the week after. Yeah. And I mean, yes. Uh, Bath. Uh, but you lose Eastman, who was injured today. They've lost JJ. Um, you know, they could be a, they could be in a real tough situation, particularly if they've got a play like they did, did earlier on, where they had Priestland and Ford on the field at the same time. Nathan Hughes would love to run down the channel, guarded by Ford and Priestland. Yes, mm. well, that that well, that would be a, a gateway, not a channel. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be like so, the the mal of channels. <laughs> Just have a, have a Nathan Hughes procession right down the middle of it, <laughs> clapping him, clapping him <laughs> uh, uh, over the try line. <laughs> Ticker tape going everywhere. Yeah. Right, uh, final game of the weekend on Sunday in the um, Premiership. We yeah. don't need to talk for very long about this. It is Newcastle hosting Saracens. Good luck, Newcastle. Yeah, Saracens. Well, at least Saracens aren't used. To, uh, won't be used to the plastic pitch up in Newcastle. Oh, how no, they will. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know which way this is going to go. Saracens by at least 15. Yeah. Then should we go over the Pro 12? Yes. No. <laughs> um, Cardiff host Connacht. Ooh, that's which is actually quite interesting. Uh, Connacht, Connacht for me. Cardiff aren't doing particularly well this year. And I think Cardiff are, are going to end up in a lot of trouble. Cardiff? No, uh, Connacht. Connacht, why? Uh, well, Pat Lamb is... Uh, doing things yeah but I think it's like do you know when you're in a classroom and there's one child that takes it takes um, takes their work too seriously and the others ostracise them I think this is Connacht I think they actually <laughs> take the Pro 12 seriously <laughs> and the other teams are gonna, are gonna they're gonna have eventually something to say you're making us look yeah, it's, it's like the one mate of yours that does some massively grand kind of gesture for an engagement or something exactly and right they, and they, and they, exactly and, right and then suddenly they on just a, they up the stakes for everyone else around on them on an anniversary um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Connacht thing is like when you know when you're training and you're doing like a one on one like a wrestling drill one on one and the two of you, you just want to go a little bit easy because you're both a bit sore from the weekend no one wants to show, get shown up and no one and, and like you get expect- paired with Stuart Hooper and Hooper takes it ultra seriously <laughs> and like pins you five times in the first minute <laughs> yeah there's going to be some serious words said in like Pro 12 headquarters about Connacht Rugby <laughs> winning specifically from the other Irish provinces they will not be happy yeah uh, especially as Ulster are currently the bottom Irish province mm. which does not look good that does not look good so Connacht to win that Connacht to win then Ulster host Edinburgh um, um, both tied on 23 points in the Pro 12 currently, I think Ulster win that but it was against Dragons yeah. so Ulster at home Treviso Scarlets uh, uh, Scarlets yeah, great ok move on <laughs> Treviso put up a good fight they against did. Glasgow they this did. weekend they did now this is an interesting one Glasgow Leinster that actually might be a good game the problem I see with this is um, Glasgow are a little bit weak up front uh, and Leinster are still out of sorts I think from the World Cup there's a lot of teams this World Cup's having a big impact yeah well I suppose if you're in Southern Hemisphere you're not doing anything now until Mm -hmm. I don't know when the Super Rugby kicks off but we're straight we're straight into it and it's really made a difference to the standard of the domestic rugby next game Zebra host Ospreys good Zebra have actually put together a few good results but Mm. yeah it's not an easy place to go to Zebra as Ulster found out last season give me Ospreys (laughs) big yawn yeah Uh, give me Zebra Wow! You, you mentalist. Are you going to put ten pound on that because you'll get some good odds? I might put two pounds on it. Okay. 
Gamblin's for Mugs, Jay. That's right. Um, and then final game of the weekend. You'd have got good odds on Tyson Fury. Yeah, you would have. I've not seen any of the fight. It was a horrible fight. Don't bother. Was it? Just watch the the, oh, what, the just watch the, the version of Aerosmith that he sings at the end to the crowd. <laughs> That's all I'd watch. Mancunian world champion. I know. Mancunian gypsy world champion. Uh, and that's that's not uh, that is describing his is 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 travelling yeah, heritage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, well, what do you think that we were describing? His no, I was just saying in case anyone construed that as some sort of uh, why is term what, of offence. Why would it why would it be offensive? His Twitter handle is currently Gypsy King. <laughs> 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 I don't think he'd take offence at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, final game of the weekend: Dragons versus Monster. And I think Munster to bounce back. Dragons are not doing particularly well. No, they're not. Uh, is that is that it? That's it for yeah. me. Uh, George North has signed for another. Uh, oh yeah, another two seasons. At I've got a theory on that though. Go on. My theory on George North is that he's re-signed with Northampton, but he's also signed with Scarlets, but uh, just just got knocked out in between and doesn't remember concussion. <laughs> it's actually going to be a legal dispute. Like uh, when, like when Tonga Weir signed for Saracens, and he was, and then stayed at Northampton. Or when Charles Piatel signed for Ulster and never left, left Wasps. Uh, no, that's not going to happen, though. Jay. It won't happen. <laughs> no, it won't. And then, and then I'm going to just map out for you how it's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Um, go on. The salary cap goes up. Piatel has signed his deal. Okay, so the deal is signed. Yeah. Wasps know exactly how much it is to buy him out. Yeah. Piatel says, "Look, I love giving high fives to Christian Wade. That is now my <laughs> favourite thing to do. He doesn't want to leave uh, Wade." And therefore, because the salary cap goes up, Wasps have got all this spare cash sloshing about and they get a contract that was signed a year ago. Done. You're forgetting one thing. Go on. And that's that he loves... The, the one thing he loves more than high in Christian Wade is spending time with God. Uh, and with, the Tommy with, Bow in church. With our Lord Jesus Christ and Tommy Bow and uh, Andrew Trimble and the South African contingent who are the same, so he is going to Ulster. Yeah, that's, I heard that <laughs> Ruan Pino stayed there because he's a big deal in the church in Ulster. I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He's a big deal everywhere. So there you go. Did It'd you be a big deal in the Tesco's if you went there. <laughs> right, uh, at Rugby Podcast is where you can find us on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review there. Uh, we're on the Acast app as well. And, um, and we'll see you next week. Well, we'll see you next time after... Well, you know what I'm trying to say. We'll see you next time. <laughs> in a bit, Phil. Cheers, Tim. Later, JB. Goodbye, Tim. Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> Prestige Worldwide. Investors? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Possibly you! <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got-